Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Dennis and Friends podcast, a place where my friends and I talk about what we want to talk about, whatever interests us, what's going on in life and around the world, or where we talk footy while watching footy, and in this instance, La Liga. I'm Dennis. I host the show. This is episode number 85, and this is EPL Talk number 17, which means Clayton is here. In fact, I'm in his house, so I can't say he's in the house because he lives in this house or apartment but here we are yeah i i'm coming up with a new name for the epl talk we're just gonna call it mid-table talk because <laughs> that's just how our teams have been playing lately yep yeah i guess i mean we're gonna preview it all in the episode today but ugh, things are not looking good yeah we've got as you guys can expect lots to discuss today we're not gonna talk as much about like all the teams as we usually do we're going to talk more about like a group of teams all the teams in the relegation battle and uh our teams and then a couple teams like in the top 10 and then you know the the league leaders and the the current runners up and in fact that's kind of what i want to start with because that is tomorrow that game um as we kick off this main segment today we're going to start with the big game tomorrow afternoon for us, but tomorrow evening in England at the Etihad. It is Manchester City hosting Arsenal. Arsenal has a five-point lead, five-point lead with two games in hand on City who have not played two games because of FA Cup and uh, Champions League and all that. So to say this is a big game is a... I think is a massive understatement. I think this is the most important game of the season by far. And I know a lot of people are saying, well, not a lot of people. I've heard quite a bit of people say that this is not like make or break for Arsenal. Like it's not like must win, must win, but let's be real here. We know what to expect from city at this point of the year where they're just going to run off every single win in the league because I know this from personal experience. They've done this twice to Liverpool, and they're probably going to do it again. And if I'm Arsenal, I honestly, you you have to win tomorrow. You, you can't even get a draw because let's say City wins out, Arsenal wins out. They would end level on points, but City has a better goal differential right now, so they will win the league in that regard. And head-to-head, too. Yeah, and head-to-head because, well, yeah, because of, if you draw and then you go back to City's win in uh, in January or whenever they last played. Yeah. So, um, to kick us off, what do you think about the game? How important is it that Saliba's not playing? Um, basically, what I'm trying to ask you is, how much of a chance do you think Arsenal has to get anything out of this game? Because I, I don't find it to be a very big chance, especially being away from home. Yeah, I mean... All jokes aside, I mean, Etihad's not going to be full anyway. Um, but I don't know, really, because, I mean, Man- Manchester City's kind of figuring it out, like I said. But in previous, it's just like they always come back and they always give everybody a run for their money. And I guess with – is Ruben Diaz healthy? Yep. With him being healthy, the way that John Stones is playing this year. And playing next to Rodri in the midfield, too? Because yeah. of the new inverted formation they've been doing? 
It's, I mean, I don't think anybody is touching them right now. It's just, I don't know. Like, Arsenal, yeah, you can say that, but, I mean, look at that Southampton game. Do you really think that a team that's competing for a league title is going to just... All props to them for getting a draw of that match, but 3-0 to Southampton or 3-1 or whatever it was, 2-0? Yeah, 3-1. I don't know. I don't think there is. And like I said, they might surprise me, but... As of right now, I don't think so. I don't think there's any chance. I just worry that because Arsenal's had such a leaky defense, like an extremely leaky defense since, I mean, honestly, since the World Cup break, if we're being real, but especially ever since Saliba's been out, like the the importance of, of him, I think, has already been huge, but I think this injury reinforces that because as much as Rob Holding is trying, it's not the same, and Gabriel can't do everything by himself either. So yeah. the yeah. the lo- the logical thing for me is, like, you try to move Ben White there, like, back into the center back spot, but then you got Tommy Asu or you got somebody else trying to fill in a right back. But the thing about that is that you're you're – by then doing that, you're hurting – the chemistry that Saka and White have, because that's part of the reason why Saka's had such a great year, because White and and him have been able to link up and and have good service with each other, and mm-hmm. and White sets them up really well, especially for somebody who's not naturally a right back. And so you try to play that card, and you're taking away one of your attacking channels, and you're going to have to rely on the left side of the field, whoever's playing left back tomorrow. I would imagine Sinchenko. But you're going to have to rely on him and, and Martinelli to, you know, be effective. And then you're putting more on the plate of Odegaard. And Odegaard hasn't – I mean, he's been fine, you know, lately. But the the thing that weirds me out about them is that seeing them – their last three games, right? So the last three games that they played in the league, they drew against us away from home when they were at Anfield at Liverpool – then they draw at West Ham, and both of those games are up to nothing, and they have complete control. Like I remember when uh, Gabriel Jesus scored the second goal in the game against Liverpool. I was like, "Well, this game's over. Like yeah. they're, they're dominating us right now." And then, granted, Jacko woke the beast up. Like he poked the bear, as we're going to talk about probably later and hit around with a specific NBA player. He poked the bear, woke Trent Alexander Arnold up, and honestly, ever since then, nothing has been the same. Like, it's weird that that may be the turning point of this title race is Granit Xhaka, like, getting it in his face and, like, waking the infield crowd up. But look at what happened. They barely survived that game, if not for Aaron Ramsdale being incredible and his goalkeeping efforts to save the Salah kick and then the Kanate, like, little chess thing that he tried to do. And then to break down after being up to nothing against a West Ham team that has not been that great this season and then Saka missing the penalty and and all those things. And then, like you just mentioned, the Southampton game. Like, I just don't think you can trust them. And the the thing that I tweeted out the other day, and I, I'm sure I've said it on the show this season, is like, th- this is where their depth, their lack of depth is starting to show. And you and I have talked about it plenty off the air. Like, City has a... a a talent pool, a depth pool that nobody else in the world has. And that is what gets them over the line this late in the season because they're mm-hmm. able to rotate so much, right? So 
Uh, give me a score line. Two two nil city. Two two nil. I'm thinking three. three. I think I think it's three one. I think it's a very like consolation goal. I think zero. Soccer Martinelli gets one like at the very. But I, I think Holland scores two <laughs> tomorrow because I think he's going to feast on Rob Holding and you know I, I think he's gotten the the better of a uh, Ramsdale previously and uh, I don't know. I don't know who else was probably Grealish again because Grealish has had a good year, but I'm saying three mm-hmm. one. And then you're looking at it in that scenario. You still have City or yeah, City still has two games in hand, but now that gap is two, and then that gets really scary. And that then, is scary. And then, I mean, Arsenal would have to be perfect, literally perfect the entire way out, and then City would have to fail at once. And I I just don't think they will like City's rest like City's toughest game at the end of the season. I mean they play y'all. I feel like <laughs> the last game of the season, but I think they play they play Brighton and Brentford. I think towards the end. So that those might be tough games. Uh, I don't think the Brentford one will, but Brighton Brighton will be one hundred percent. Brighton has been. We're about to talk about the, nah, talk about them here in a little bit, but they've been. Oh, they've been amazing and very sad that they, not, they did not make it out of the FA Cup semifinal over Makes the weekend. Makes me super upset that we didn't get Moise Caicedo. Yeah, that too, because he's a baller. I know. But then again, oh, how did you not score that? Sorry, listener. We're watching, uh, as I said in the open, we're actually watching La Liga. We're watching Real Sociedad and Real Betis play right now and Canales. I don't know how Betis did not score. Canales. Just now. Oh, Ayose Perez. Yeah, yeah. He just moved there from Leicester. Former, I th- yeah. Former I think he's uh, I can't remember if that's on a loan or if uh, he went there permanently. But, yeah, he's there. He joined in uh, January. Oh, it's so close. I mean, that was. Oh, there Guardado, he is. My he boy. Is. I mean, of course, he's on the bench because he's ancient. So, it's fine. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, Anyways. So. Yeah, I. Uh, Sorry, Connor Mullins, if you listen to this. And sorry, whoever else is an Arsenal fan or supporter, if you listen to this. But I could care less. I think, well, I know you, but I think <laughs> I think the time is ticking. And as yeah. someone who has dealt with a, a dealing with a title race against City, I do feel I do sympathize a little bit. Um, yeah. Maybe not entirely, but a little bit. So just a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, okay, what? What do you want to talk about next? I, w- I want you to steer the next part of our conversation. I kind of want to talk about the FA Cup. Okay, sure. Why not? Why not? Kind of the games that happened. Okay. How the atmosphere sucked. Yeah. The the how City Sheffield one was brutal. <clears throat> I know. There was like nobody there. It felt like. And City scores a goal. It's like, yay. Hooray. Yeah. yeah. Like there's nothing. I don't know. I saw a bunch of memes, and they said, we really need to upgrade from Wembley Stadium to Bournemouth Stadium because it was just not, I don't know. Yeah. It's different. It just had the FA Cup this year. Just I get it. It's Man City, Sheffield, and Brighton, Man United. I mean, I think it's intriguing to have a Manchester final, but just didn't have, you know. Didn't have the same. Didn't have the same touch. And it doesn't help that neither, like, we had the privilege of having both of our teams be in the final, you know. So. Every single tar- cup, and I, I'm glad we didn't because I need a break from last year. Golly. <laughs> yeah, 
I I've been hearing this from other pods, so this is not an original thought. I do think at some point the FA needs to consider taking the semifinals out of Wembley and just make the final be at Wembley because it's kind of weird to play two games at Wembley, you know, especially Three. especially that long apart because yeah. the, F, the FA Cup final is not till June 3rd or like the first Saturday of June. So that's like a five-week stretch between the two things. It's like you might as well just make it a neutral site somewhere else, you yeah. know? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. But yeah, Manchester final, hooray! I I just told you, obviously before we hit record. But listener, I was just telling Clayton before we got started that my my hope is that in light of all this uh, city trouble talk, that city gets one trophy, and that's this one. I I hope they win the FA Cup because I don't want United to get a double, right? I don't mind. City getting the FA Cup so long as they don't win the Premier League and so long as they don't win the Champions League. That's my dream scenario. Is that going to happen? Probably not. I think they'll probably end up with like two trophies. Um, and, I think, and I think they're going to dominate. I honestly think they're going to dominate United in that scenario because as much as United has had a, a, a solid year, and well, not solid, a good year, again, City speaking at the right time, and they're going to use that, especially if they make the Champions League final, they will use, they will take that very seriously, I think to prepare them for that next week because the FA Cup final and the Champions League final are a week apart. So, Yeah, I I was talking to Dennis Offair about this too. My rebuttal to his comment of one trophy, <laughs> I think he's going to win two. But just listen to this, right? They win the FA Cup because I don't like United. I don't like City either, but, you know, you got to. Yeah. Um, And then... The league, for how much yapping Arsenal have done over the course of this year, just to lose to City, it's just perfect. So those are my only two trophies. And then I think Real Madrid is going to beat AC Milan in the final. Okay. You kind of jumped the gun on what I, I don't. To ask I jumped you. the gun, but... A little bit. Okay. A little bit. Well, what I wanted to ask you regarding Champions League is are you taking City or are you taking the field? And it sounds like you're taking the field, meaning the other three teams, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Taking the field. Yeah, I, I do not want City to win. I think if City wins the sem- – I, well, I think whoever wins that game, that Madrid-City tie, I think they're winning the Champions League. And I think City would probably beat either of the Milan teams pretty easily, whereas opposed to I don't think Madrid – would destroy them as much as, you know, as City would either the Milan teams. Yeah, I, I to me it's a it's a toss up in the Milan semifinal, which I'm very fat. Like I'm so excited I about that. I Love that. I like I, that is appointment viewing for me. Like I need to know when the games are because I'm going to legitimately sit down and watch all. I like I've watched a lot of Italian football this year, but this is going to be incredible. I'm really excited to see that. Um, and it's going to be cool to see an Italian team back in the final because I think it's been it's been a while since it's happened since I think Juve since since Juve made it in 2017 or senior year of high school so that'll be really cool. Since you jumped the gun, I'm going to ask you your thoughts real quick on the other European semifinal ties and the other two uh, tournaments. Who you got between Sevilla and Juventus in the Europa League semifinal? The first one. Sevilla. 
Okay, you've got the Kings of the Europa yep, League. Yep, Kings of Europa okay. League. I've got Juve. I think Di Maria is going to bring out some magic, There's bro. no yes, way out bro. of all people yes, you bro. bring up Di Maria. Bro, he's been good in Europa League. What are you talking about? I know, but it's just even the World Cup, too. You brought up Di Maria when they have Messi on their team. Hey, bro. Who scored in the World Cup final? Messi. And you know who else scored in the World Cup final? Di Maria. And you know who also scored in the World Cup final? Mbappe. <laughs> Three times. Three times. Yeah, I know. I'm aware. Uh, okay, here's the, here's the interesting one. Roma and Leverkusen. I'm really intrigued by this matchup because of Roma. We, we like Roma. Both of us do. Well, my, my prediction's kind of out the window, but... Okay. And, <laughs> and also, Leverkusen has been great lately because Javi Alonso has been awesome as the head coach of them. But what do you think? It's kind of t- it's like I'm kind of torn apart because Roma I said was going to be the Serie A winner this year. That's not going to happen. Yeah. But Chelsea also has a loney out there by the name of Callum Hudson Odoi. So it's just kind of just like meh, I don't know. And you have Mourinho. I'm going Mourinho. I think Roma wins. Okay. I think it's gonna be fascinating. It's gonna be very fascinating, fascinating like genuinely. And I, I don't want to bet against Mourinho. I won't. I won't. I, w- I really want Xabi Alonso to make a final in like this short of a coaching. But I'm not gonna bet against Mourinho. I think Mourinho's gonna get them there. Please. Wouldn't don't. that be cool for Mourinho, for Mourinho to win everything? Well, to win Conference League the first year and then win the Europa League the next. Like, the natural progression. And of then like, he comes to Chelsea and wins the Champions League. Or he stays at Roma and wins the Champions League, which That's that true. would be hilarious. That would actually. be actually very hilarious. Yeah. I'm, I would actually be so down. You see Paula DeVille and Tammy Abraham with the, the trophy. He would be the GOAT. Yeah. No, that would, that would be incredible. Conference League, uh, your favorite European competition, apparently. The competition that we're actually not going to make this year. Yeah, true. Uh, West Ham and AZ Alkmaar. This is a, was one of the semifinals. Any thoughts on that? AZ Alkmaar all the way. Okay. And the, I don't know, honestly. <laughs> like, West Ham's been playing so bad that it's just but funny. But they're that, playing good in that, yeah. in that tournament, though. And they've been and playing I think they're lately. putting all their focus into it because, I mean, that is a, it's a UEFA trophy. So yeah, I and mean, they've never I don't made blame a semifinal. Them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, actually, you know what? I'll say West Ham. Okay, same. And then Fiorentina and Basel. Fiorentina. Same. Yeah. I, we're going to go to West Ham Fiorentina final, I think. That would be really cool. I don't know where that final is. And I don't know where their Europa League final is. Um, I'm looking it up. Okay. So I know the Champions on. League one is in uh, Istanbul, finally. Because that's been like in the works for what feels like an eternity. So there's your boy. There's Isaac. Perez again on the screen. Anyway, so those are coming up in the, I think next week is one of the, I think the Champions League final maybe, or not the final, the semifinal start next week. Those are coming up pretty soon. So, uh, listener, if you don't know where to watch them, some of those games will be on CBS, but just go ahead and, (laughs) this is not an ad read, I promise, I promise. We're not sanctioning this and getting money off of it. I I promise. Just go ahead and get Paramount Plus. So, it is a, a worthwhile investment if you're a footy fan. Yes, Clayton. So, Conference League final is played at Arena Combatare. Which I don't is, know where it is. Oh, okay. it's in Albania. Oh, cool. 
Ah, okay, nice. And then the Europa League final is played in Budapest at the Puskas Arena. Oh, yes. Yes. We love Budapest. We love Puskas. And and Puskas. (laughs) We love Budapest. Uh, We love Puskas more. Uh, So wheels off. Yeah, and like I said, Champions League finals in Istanbul. Unless I'm mixing it up with another year, but I'm pretty sure it's in Istanbul. Anyways, that was supposed to be for later, but we got it out of the way now. Uh, Let's talk about... Why don't we talk about Brighton, since we were just kind of on on their case a little bit. Not on their case, but just talking about them a little bit with their FA Cup semifinal appearance. I feel bad that they didn't win that game. I I really do. Like, Sully March missing that penalty was a huge bummer, and... uh, I hope that he's able to redeem himself. I was reading that apparently Brighton hasn't won like a game at Wembley in like a long time, like a meaningful game at Wembley in a long time. So maybe they just have ghosts there. Um, here's the thing that I, that I'm curious to hear your take on. Do you think it's smart for them, regardless of how their season ends, you know, because they're very much in the mix for a European spot. Um, they're probably not going to make the Champions League, but I definitely could see them in the in the race for Europa or Conference League, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that will lure them or lure the players that we think are going to leave enough to make them stay? Like Read that one more time. Do you think that them making European football will convince the guys that we think may leave from Brighton like, to stay at Brighton. Like, thinking about, like, Caicedo, thinking about Alexis McAllister, like, specifically those two. And I'm sure there's others others there. Oh, Matoma, for example. Um, do you think there's a... Like, do you think that keeps them there? Or do you think it's better for them to go ahead and, and sell off and just try to bring up new guys through the ranks and hope and use that European competition as, like, valuable experience with or without those guys? I think that... Like in the instance of Caicedo and McAllister, I think that they are kind of ready to leave and are at that level to leave yeah. Brighton. Like Batoma, I think it would be perfect for him to stay. Yeah, if he, I, I if think they I agree. are in the if you know if they are in the Champions League or any European competition, because it's just it fits Batoma better. Sure, and okay. that's not a knock of like his skill at all. It's just. He plays very well under Zerbi. So yeah. it's just kind of just like, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But sure. I mean, Caicedo and McAllister have the talent. We saw McAllister in the World Cup, and we've seen Caicedo's form as of late. Like, yeah. I mean, they're very big European talents that I can see playing at a high level in any other league or just at a higher club yeah. than Brighton. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think it really affects them. With the European competition, but I mean, but the teams that they're wanting, they're in the Champions League. You know what I mean? So yeah. if the if Brighton makes it to the Champions League, I could see him staying one more year and seeing how it goes. But I don't think there's a long span of time that they're going to stay. Yeah, even if they make Champions. Sure. League. What percentage chance would you put on either of those guys leaving? Like how much out of a hundred? What percentage do you think Caicedo leaves and McAllister leaves? Like, just individually. Caicedo, probably about 65, 70%. 
Okay. I think McAllister's higher, though, like an 80. Yeah, I was going to say. I think McAllister's gone. Mm-hmm. I really do. Hopefully to my team. But I, I do think he's gone. I really he's do. He's not going to Liverpool. You know who Liverpool's getting? Not Mason Mount. Mason Mount. No, gross. 70 million pounds. No, he's literally hurt through the end of the year. I don't want any part of him yeah, in his injury-plagued self. No thanks. Also, sorry, Reese James is hurt the rest of the year. Too. I don't know if you saw that earlier, but that's sad. I know, but at the same time, we are also um, we're getting gusto. Yeah, that's true. So I'm kind of just ready for gusto to come. I uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Caicedo like fifty fifty, because um, I I really feel like if he was gonna move, it was gonna happen in January, and I'm gonna say McAllister's like an eighty five percent chance that he leaves, um, but maybe they. They view, like, whatever European competition they made next year, or maybe they view playing under Deserby as really beneficial, and they just keep at it, which I, I do think that's a, a possibility. I don't, neither of those guys are out of contract, but like, anytime soon. So, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm so impressed with what Deserby's done. Like, there's been a lot of impressive managers. In fact, the next team we're about to talk about, like, has also had a very impressive manager since they hired him midseason but what Deserby has done with that team and has made their like style of football not that it wasn't like not attractive underground but it was like a different like level like the way that they play right now is unbelievable like they score so much better they they counter they press so much better way more than they ever did underground and that's a, that's all a testament to him and a testament to the guys that they have. The personnel fits really well. Obviously, Caicedo. Obviously, McAllister. Obviously, Solly March has been great. Pascal Gross has been great. Evan Ferguson has been great. He's about to sign a new long-term deal, actually. Um, rumors are of that are, like, out right now. So, yeah, I, I'm so impressed by what he's done. And, honestly, I really hope that he stays because I know he's getting linked to the Tottenham job. I know he's been kind of linked to the Chelsea job a little bit. I really hope he stays. I genuinely hope he stays there for a long time. I think that's a great club for him to be at. And hopefully at some point, like, he makes the jump to a big club, but I don't think he should do it so quickly. Um, He kind of fits everything about their culture, their system, their way that they're run as a club, as everything. So kudos to Brighton, man. I hope that they finish the season strong and – Maybe not at, at Liverpool's expense, but I hope that they finish the season strong. So we'll see. Uh, we talk about them almost every episode at this point, and he's your boy. But it's Aston Villa, who is in sixth place. Sixth place, Aston Villa. After being 16th, Unai Emery ball. Talk to me. What did I say? He's turned it around. Ollie Watkins is playing at an insane level. Um, <clears throat> funny Aston Villa rumor that I saw. They're going to put in a bid for two players from the same team. Okay. Crap, I got to remember the second one. <laughs> Say uh, the first one. Kyle Walker. Oh, interesting. Uh, So are they thinking about like... I think it's Ake. Is it a defender or is it a midfielder? I think it's a defender. So it's got a Ake or a Kanji? It's Ake. Okay, I think. So interesting. <coughs> I don't Isn't that know. strange? I don't know if I would have them leave City. 
Yeah. That is strange. Who do you think... I feel like the cop-out answer to this question is Ollie Watkins. But who's been the player that's benefited the most from being under Unai? I mean, it has to be Ollie, right? Like, statistically. But is there anybody else? I mean, you could point to a lot of guys. Kamara. Yeah, Kamara. Ramsey, I would say, Ramsey. is up there. Absolutely. John McGinn has kind of resurged a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Unai's really – he's calmed down Emmy. <laughs> <laughs> He he's he's made him sane ish. <laughs> I hate Emmy still. No God, offense. what a troll! I know. But uh, yeah, I think I'm going to say Ramsey. I th- I really have enjoyed watching him in the bits and in the bits that I've been able to see him play. Like I've really enjoyed seeing him. But I I think and like I said, it's a cop out answer. But I think Ollie Watkins is the obvious choice because he looks awesome right now. And he's had stretches where he's done this before with other mm-hmm. people, but. This is the best stretch of his career by far, right? Yeah. What? Also, as of five hours ago, Evan Ferguson did sign a new long-term deal. Bingo. 2028. Nice. Nice. Where do you think they finish? I guess this kind of plays into our top six game for later, but do you think they end up in Europe at this rate? I would love to see them in Europe. Yeah. So I'm going to say yes regardless. Okay. Because, I mean, obviously there's a chance that they don't, but I want them to. Yeah. So I'm going to say yes. Okay. Yep. I agree. I agree. Okay. Um, you want to go ahead and get our teams out of the way? Yes, because okay. I actually want to talk about that because I actually just discovered a whole lot more information as of right now. Okay. So. All right. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? You go first because I've talked for a while. All long. righty. Chelsea FC. Try to remember my questions while you while Mid you FC. Mid FC. Whatever name you want to have. Credit card FC, whatever you want. Um, the season, I told Dennis this off the air. I want the season in the abyss. I don't want to bring it up. Um, there's still a chance we get relegated, um, which, I mean, technically we are in the relegation battle. Technically. Technically, we are. Um, <coughs> um, we are in the closing stages of signing Pochettino as our new manager, which I'm kind of hopeful about, which I thought of a new idea for Chelsea. Okay. Defense. Our defense is fine. Chilwell, I, I would say, and Cucurella, well, I would say Cucurella is the weakest link. Leak, weakest link. I can't speak. But outside of that, you're starting four in the back, five in the back, whatever you want to call it. You have Chilwell, you have Batty Ashil, Tiago Silva, Koulibaly, Reese James. That's pretty solid. Form, I get it, form's different, but that's a solid core there. Sure. Midfield, Kovacic, you have Conte, you have Enzo, or Conte when he's healthy, Enzo. And then you have... <clears throat> Ruben Loftus-Cheek, you have Gallagher. It's a nice core to have. Offensively, we can talk any day. Havertz, Sterling, Mudrick, you know, obviously form aside, but talent. And I have an idea. We've struggled with having a number nine. We've I've said it multiple times. We need a striker. We need a striker. And Bully just wants to buy all the wingers in the world. I have an idea. Okay. Very, very, very hot take. Okay. My my other take, which wouldn't be too terrible, 
Obviously, we'd sell Lukaku when he comes back. First idea I have is just buy back Tammy because we do have a buyback option okay. on Okay, okay. I'm in. I'm in already, but keep going. But Pochettino, he had this certain striker for a while. I just think he would look very good in a blue shirt. And he's had his best years under this manager. Give me Harry Kane. I mean, if anybody can shell out the money for him, it's either y'all or United, so yeah. And just think of how good Kane is in that national team. Or just how good Kane is in general. He's the whole reason Tottenham has been fine. We're about to rant about Tottenham, but they were saying, somebody was saying on The Athletic earlier today that Kane by himself has won Tottenham 22 points this season. 22! If they did not have those points, they would have... The same amount of points. Chelsea has 39. Basically, yeah. They that's what like, I'm saying. Yeah. It's just like. They would be like 35 points or 33. That's how good Kane is. And that's what they need. That's what Chelsea needs. And I, I literally thought about it. I was like, it's just written in the stars that we get Pochettino. I don't think Kane would ever leave. But just think of that. You know who also plays on the right of him in the national team? Sterling. Sometimes. And Foden. But you know what and I mean. Sokka. And Sokka. And Sokka. And any, like, the winger. Okay, how about this? Before the- Sokka, and, <laughs> when Foden and Sokka were infants, who was there? It was Sterling. It was Sterling, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think it would just be perfect. Okay. I don't okay. know. It's just my idea. Tammy, obviously, is the better choice because he's younger. And it's not going to cost you as much money. Yeah. Because Daniel Levy's going to want to pry every single ounce of money. To get Harry Kane off the team, like to sell Harry Kane with one year on his deal. So, yeah, Tammy's a better option financially and maybe longevity-wise, but. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he's the only Englishman to score 20 goals in a Serie A season. So. Yeah. Okay. Now, but, no, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was ready for your question. Oh, okay. What, what is the ideal midfield? Because to me, watching – Y'all play Madrid, watching y'all in the league, because I watch y'all very closely. I watch Chelsea very closely. Like, out of all the other teams besides Liverpool, I watch Chelsea very closely. I watch I watch Forest very closely this year because of our little, like, bit about them. And then a couple other teams. Obviously, Enzo and Conte, I think, are kind of perfect together, in my opinion. I don't know what you think, but I think they're fantastic together individually, and then together they're kind of insane. But who's the if you have a three man midfield, for example, who's the third guy there? Is it Kovacic? Is it Gallagher? Is it Left Cheek? Is it somebody else that you bring in? Who is that third guy? Like what makes sense there? Is it another defensive midfielder? Or is it a more like a attacking sort of guy? Honestly, I would probably play Enzo Conte if he's healthy. And like honestly, I was thinking about it. Kovacic has brought nothing to this team. He's literally there. He plays average offense, average defense, average passing, everything. He doesn't have. He's not creative enough. Yeah, he's older, dude. He's older. That's what I'm saying. He's already meeting with uh, City. Really? His reps are already in. Yeah. Ew. I know. That's why I was like, ew, gross. But I mean, if they want all the midfielders, go ahead, pay us fifty million, and we'll be happy. Um. But honestly, I want to keep Gallagher, but he's probably one of the guys that's the first to leave. 
You think so? More yeah. so than other guys? Mm-hmm. They're already talking about it. Okay. Because we're kind of going through an exile. Well, yeah. I mean, you have to. You have 30 guys on the team. you got to trim it down somehow so that everybody gets playing time and wages-wise. Yeah, so our, Gallagher's probably going to be the first to leave. You think, you think, do you think Gallagher is more likely to leave than Mason Mount? Yes. Interesting. Okay. I think Gallagher's out regardless. Okay. Now, is he a sell or is he a loan? Sell. Okay. We've okay. already put a $50 million price tag on him. That's decent money. And Newcastle, I think, is interested. Which, that would be a good fit for him. That would be a good fit for him. Yeah. Because he would, especially if they play Champions League football, like, they could rotate him in and out. Yeah. yeah. Him and Bruno G. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Just for Connor's best interest, it's like, I think it, I mean, as much as I want him, because I was like, I was thinking about the other day when I was watching the second leg of Madrid, he plays with so much heart. And yeah. I And like, honestly... A lot of people were dogging our lineup down two goals to Madrid. But when Frankie started that all-midfield lineup with Kai up top, I loved it. Yeah. It worked. It worked. It worked against, like, because it's they, not a my only, thing. my only complaint is they didn't bring in attacker sooner. Yeah. At a halftime, I would have brought one in, and I would have gone two and two. And it works against Spanish teams. Like, that's the thing about playing – teams like that, like in European competition, it's like your traditional 4-3-3, like, and I say this as a Liverpool fan who they ran a 4-3-3 all the time, all the time, who runs it all the time and who ran it against Madrid last year in the final and ran it last year in, or this year in the semi, in the round of 16. It doesn't work against Madrid because Madrid will just eat you apart. You got to have more stability somewhere in the field, whether that is a, that's a three central back, like, trio like in the back and then you've got holding midfielders and you're running wing backs i I mean i don't know yeah you know who's also interested and you're not gonna like this point at all guess who's interested i don't know dortmund we'll give you gallagher you give us bellium (laughs) easy pie oh my gosh at this point and we're about to talk about jude here in a little bit at this point, I want you to just stay at Dortmund. They yeah, put the release honestly, clause. They put the release clause on him. That's the rumor right give now. Give him that Barca, one billion. Dude, they're saying clause. like eighty-five million, which is like. I if, would pay that right now. Yeah, same. I, yes, but they want to go into effect until next season. So. I don't get that because Sancho. They made Manchester United pay out. What? What was it? Ninety. Yeah, and it's also it's also funny that there's a higher release clause for him than it was for Holland. Because I mean, you they paid sixty five million straight up for Holland. I mean, they obviously paid more because they've been under the table, but they only I think they only paid sixty five million for Holland, like as a general figure as a release clause, which is insane to think about with Erling Holland, Erling Holland people, right? Yeah, so no. don't even talk to me about that because before our financial situation, we were in. We're the runners to get them. Yeah. But, I mean, I didn't really want them anyway. Yeah. Okay, so do, do you think the solution in midfield is in the team? Or I guess to rephrase the question that I asked you earlier. Yes and no. Yes and no? It'll take time if we do it from the squad, but 
as of right now, if we brought, like, this is obviously super far-fetched, but if we do get a Bellingham and it's Bellingham Enzo or Bellingham Conte or any of those three trios matched up together, we, we, we can compete anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. We just need another, I would say, like, we would need another goalie. Which I mean, I wanted when I wanted Enrique. His top request is Oblock. Yeah. Which I know you know what you're getting with o- Jan mm-hmm. Oblock. Consistency, my friend. Yes. I don't care that he's old. You're getting <clears throat> consistency. It's like it's like Barca with Ter Stegen. He's old. Yeah, and he's he, at, and he's had the best season of his life. Yes, this year. because he has hair now. <laughs> I'll be not much, but yes. What do you mean he's got a whole head of hair? Has, has he kept growing it out? Look at it. I thought he kept it short. Anyway, continue. <laughs> he had that receding hairline. Now he has a full head of hair. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, but I don't know. I think, like, I was telling you, because you asked me, what are your thoughts, bruv? And I said, hopeful, but I mean, okay. You know, it's like I'm content with it, but let's be, I'm hopeful that things will turn around. Sure. Because, you know, Pochettino ball, which I know. They still have no trophies, and we joke about it almost every episode. But that was the closest thing they got to, like, a Champions League or any yeah. trophy. Yeah, I mean. And that team, their teams are good. Don't get me wrong. They finished second in the, and we talked about this before, they finished second in the league, and only because Leicester had the magical run, that's the only reason why they didn't win, and then they made the Champions League final four years ago. You know, it's just like. I mean, I don't know what else you're supposed to do to them. Exactly. Exactly. Um, if it's in the squad, who's the guy? It's is, Enzo. No, no, no. I'm saying oh. no. No, besides Enzo and Conte, who's the third? Is it? RLC. You think it's RLC? Why? Why RLC as opposed to RLC else? is very versatile. Because whenever we had him alone at Fulham, he was playing right mid, right wing back. And so, like, whenever we had him... When Reese James was out at right wing back, he was our best player. Where it's like he brings that physicality that you need in the midfield. He can pass the ball. He can do whatever. I just think that he's the guy. I really and truly think that. Okay. Okay. Obviously, I want to joke around and say, call him, you know, we have the best academy in the whole world, but... It's the truth. It's just well. It's not. I didn't mean it's the truth as in like we're the best academy. It's it's the truth that he's the guy. Yeah. Because okay. I don't want to sit here and sound all entitled like oh Josie's the best because yeah. obviously we're in eleventh place in a relegation battle. What do you think, Pochettino's gonna if Pochettino becomes the manager, which is, all signs are pointing to that at this point. What's the formation? What's What's the thing that makes the most sense there? Is it the same thing that has worked well for you guys the last couple of years under Tuchel and two games apart or when he finally decided to run the five back? Or is no. it a four? Is it some sort of four, two, three, one? It's going to be a four back. And I think, I think it'll probably be like a four, two, three, one. Okay. And what I'm thinking is hover number, you know, number nine up top. A striker will probably run maybe two cams and a winger or two wingers and a cam. Just depends on what team. Yeah. Then we have the two holding defenders and then a four back. Okay. That's what I would run. Sure. But I mean, obviously, 
I wish I can get on Football Manager and I can go to a professional club and then my club pay 25,000 euros to for me to coach, but you know, I can't do that. Right. Or or uh, I could just DM Bully right now and be like, "Hey, let me coach." Yeah. Or just uh email Pochettino or text Pochettino and be like, "Hey, let me join your staff." Yeah. Yeah. Let me get on the LinkedIn. Yeah. See what I can Hop do. Hop on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get you. But I mean, that's all I'm saying. It's just goal we probably need at the bare minimum, a striker and a goalie. Another midfielder would be a plus. Yeah. And maybe another defender would be a plus. But, I mean, we have Gusto coming in. We have Nkunku coming in, which I don't I don't think he's a number nine. He's not. He's not. That's the thing. He's he a, is a number nine. He's, but he's a number a, nine, but he's on the left side, and you have 50 million people that play on the left side of the field. He's a supporting striker. Yes. Yeah, so he, like... He's not a goal scorer. He is a. Like, do you, th- do you think he fits he, better as a number think of ten? It this. Think of it like this: He's literally a Lotaro Martinez to Lukaku. They play okay, right yeah. there. Lotaro gives Lukaku the ball to score. That's how I best describe it. Sure. Short of four four two. Just kidding. That Honestly, work. that doesn't work. That doesn't work. This well. isn't high school Texas. Yeah. This isn't Ted Lasso. This is yeah. This is not American football. <laughs> Okay. But yeah, I'm done. That's all I really want to say. I'm just I'm done with this year. I'm probably going to watch every single game though and pray that I see a goal cuz I haven't seen a goal in a month. In a while, yeah. It's just irritating. But I think I mean, financially it will not be beneficial to not play European football next year, but from a squad freshness rotation standpoint, should you balance it out the right way like I think it'll be beneficial-ish, but we'll see. Let's uh, let's list off the guys who we think are gone in the summer. Okay. Like, th- who we think is the exile group. To me, I think it's pretty obvious three I'll say, of them. I'll say keep, sell, loan. Okay. Just start naming people. Okay. Uh, pulley. Sell. So. Yeah, I think pulley's, pulley's for sure. Like, for sure gone. Without a doubt, for sure gone. I have no idea where he's going to go. I, I haven't seen him linked to anybody, it feels like. But um, I think he's for sure gone. I'm going to need another Chelsea jersey. Yeah, you are. Get Enzo. Get the get an Enzo jersey. Or a Conte jersey. No. No? Why not? Enzo. Okay. He's here for nine and a half years. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they sign him to an extension? <laughs> the most random extension. Oh, crap. For Brizio. Another, another year-long it's uh, extension. Gosh. Uh, ZH. This is it, obvious so. to me. Yeah. Maybe he goes back to PSG, like he was supposed to. Uh, Gallagher. I want to keep, but so. Pierre Emerick Aubameyang. He's a sell. Think he's going back to Barca? Yeah. Yeah. If FFFP stays in place. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Romelu Lukaku. So. Okay. Mateo Kovacic. So. Yeah, okay. I'm a sell, but I don't know. Mason Mount. Keep. Good. Not sell to Liverpool, please. But if I do sell him, yes, to Liverpool. No. No. I yes. want nothing to do with him. Yes, you do. No. 
He's great. No, bro. I want nothing to do with him. He's so great. I'm trying to think of who else. Uh, Edward Mindy. Um, Sell. So, Sell so Keppa, too. Honestly. <laughs> Slonina. Slonina is playing amazing. I mean, if Cucurella was the name we were going to pull up, Sell. So. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to say Cucurella. I wasn't going to say any of them, really. Okay, here's one. Ask me the Quetta. So. I think he stays. I think he stays, but only for like a year. Okay. Um, El Capitan. The center backs are fine. Well, if you had to get rid of one of the center backs that's on the roster right now, who would it be? Koulibaly. Besides Koulibaly, because he just got there. I can't say Batty Shield. Yeah, you can't say Batty Shield. You can't, can't say, say Fafana. T- I can't say Fafana, and I can't say Tiago Silva because he's been too good. So, Chalba? Nobody. Oh, yeah, Chalba. I, don't, I I doubt Talbot leaves, though, to be honest. He probably might. Don't be surprised. Okay. I believe Andrew it. Andrew is looking at him. I believe it when I see it. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. Joao Felix stays? No. I don't think we sign him. Really? What? What? We what might, mean, but What I makes you say that? You were so high on him. I mean, I, I was, so too, him. but looking at it now, he scored one goal, one red card. I don't know. Mudrick's leading our team in assists. Did you know that? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Because he has two. He has two. <laughs> two. Two assists. Two. What a time. He's worth 80 million. Two assists. Worth 80 million. Yeah. 40 million dollar assists both times. Last one, Zacharia. Zacharia. He's, not, he's not coming back. Yeah. Man, I really liked him. I did too. I, re- like, I really I enjoyed forgot, watching him play. I forgot that was an actual guy on my team. Yep. He's still there. Yeah, I, I I really enjoyed watching him play this year in the little minutes that he had. Okay, time to talk about my team. Okay, so like I already mentioned, I hope Jude stays at Dortmund another year. Maybe we have a chance to resign him next year. I'm not all that upset about it anymore because um, we just don't have the money like that. Yeah. Whether or not we make Champions League or not, I just don't think we do. Trent has looked amazing in his new role. They've Stolen the Chelsea or not the Chelsea playbook, the Man City playbook, um, and having you know the Rodri Stones two in the midfield and Fernandinho. Fernandinho did the same thing. Oh, yeah, but it's like the opposite. He played CDM and then he played center back, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, like as a like actual formation piece, like having those two guys because what City's doing right now is they're running a Kanji, Ake, and uh, Diaz. Mm-hmm. like as three in the back and then the two in front of them is Rodri and Stones and then the four in front of them is like Bernardo Silva, Grealish, De Bruyne and Mares, for example and then you have Holland up top. Obviously Liverpool's not doing it that way but I have very much enjoyed watching Trent play in the middle of the park next to Fabinho who has not looked like a dumpster fire the last <laughs> couple months even though he's about to get red card accumulated out of a couple games if he gets another one uh, tomorrow or whenever we play again in the league uh, tomorrow because we play West Ham. And uh, Gakpo has been great. I did see that, yeah, last night, uh, the crack in the suit we were talking about. Um, Sorry. Gakpo has been great, like, since the United game. Like, statistically, won't show it, but, like, just watching him play, like, he is the Firmino replacement. Like I did not think that was gonna like that was the reason why we signed him, but he is quite literally Roberto Firmino reincarnated. Just younger. He's got 
like the the youth and the energy and the flair that Firmino has um, in a slightly more subdued way, I would say. Mm-hmm. But man, he he's awesome. He's incredible on the ball. His pressing is great. I, I'm just I'm very impressed by him. Jota finally has come alive. Thank the Lord. He scored like three goals in his last two games or something like that. So I'm thankful that he's on the score sheet again. Uh, does not take away the fact that Darwin Nunez has not started. And that has been the mystery that both of us have been trying to solve over text recently. It's like, why is the bro not playing? Like he's probably our best attacker this season outside of Salah. Like get it together, Klopp. But I, I don't know. There's probably some behind the scenes stuff that we don't know. Some midfield targets that we're looking at in the summer I know we're linked to McAllister to me is my top target. Like I would, I would shell the money out for Alexis McAllister. I think he would be absolutely perfect. Absolutely perfect. in Klopp's team, like 100%. I would love a guy like him. Uh, I think Declan Rice is out of the equation because he's going to cost a lot of money. And I think he's going to go to Arsenal. I would love Nigorella from Inter. I would adore having him on the team. We've been linked to Gravenberch from Bayern Munich. And I, I'm, I'm very for that um, if we don't have to overpay because I know Byron's going to want to make a little bit of a profit off of that. Um, and there's other guys, too, that I could go on and on and on. But I, to me, like, go get McAllister. Like, I think he'd be mm-hmm. awesome. you got to get three midfielders. you got to get another right back. you got to get another center back. you got to get an, another forward replacement to back up Salah, like, those are the needs of the team. You got to make at least six signings in the summer, like pretty painfully obvious. It may be more depending on if you let Kelleher go, you may need another backup keeper, stuff like that. But I think a lot of that also will depend on if we, like, say, if we make Conference League or Europa League, which is, I think we're going to make one of them. I think that will be a good avenue for Kelleher to, like, be the starting keeper in those things and for, like, Curtis Jones to get regular minutes and Harvey Elliott to get regular minutes and. Uh, like our younger guys like Woodburn and, and Doak whenever they start to come up and uh, gosh what's his name gosh I can't remember his name but he he plays right wing and he's super super young he just had an injury for us I'm, I'm blanking on Harvey his Elliott no not Harvey Elliott um, there's another guy oh Bishek no not well Bishek being back next year that'll be a good competition for him no I'm, he's like super young he hasn't really played in the first team um, much at all while I'm looking up, I'm going to keep talking. But all that to say, things have been a lot better lately. Kanate has been unbelievable. He's our best center back right now by a pretty wide stretch because Van Disney is actually being Van Disney. He's been super, super bad, um, regardless of what anybody says. Still confused as to why uh, <laughs> why Carvalho's not getting minutes. I assume he's going to get loaned out um, pretty soon. And uh, I'm very happy Luis Diaz is back. Please and thank you. Um, I hope he just scores. That's that's what I, Cade Gordon. That's who I was thinking of. Cade Gordon. He's very good, but he's super young and he's coming off an ACL. So, or not an ACL, some major injury. So I hope he comes back soon and hopefully Europa League or Conference League will be good for him. Yeah. Now I just want Luis Diaz to score. You have questions for me, and I'm ready to hear them. They're very similar. Okay. And I'll, I'm going to go through the list of keep sell. Like know, for me. Okay. For you. Bad, 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 bad. But first question, just saying just saying, continuing the form of just, I would just say underperforming 
I don't mean that in a mean way because I'm yeah, my team's doing the same thing. Yeah, no, you're not. Um, That's the reality of the season. When do you think, if at all, next season Klopp is going to be sacked? At what time? Uh, if they're not in the title race in December, I think okay. I think you have to, you have to, you have to be in the title race next year. Like you have to. Like I'm sorry. Like the team is still really stinking good. You just don't have a midfield. Once you get a midfield and some a little bit of reinforcement, I think you're fine. Um, I really don't think it's that much surgery that needs to be done to this team. So figure it out, truthfully. But if if we're in December and we're like in eighth or ninth again, I think Klopp is probably gone. I I, I do. I think that's the reality of that. Mm-hmm. So, so okay. my next follow-up question, okay. who do you replace him with? See, that's the thing. Who, I mean, who's going to be out? I mean, Nagelsmann to me seems like a like a pretty great like choice. Um, if you could pry Chavi Alonso away from Leverkusen, I, I really would like that. I've been so impressed by what he's done. If you could pry Deserby, that'd be great too. I, I doubt that happens. Thomas Frank to me seems like a, a Liverpool manager, like a, a type of manager that L- Liverpool will want to pursue. It's just a matter of can you pry him away from Brentford? And mm. I honestly, I think he should say, I think Brentford is a great club for him. Mm-hmm. Um, Graham Potter. Luis, nope, I do not want Graham <laughs> Potter. Uh, Luis Enrique. Unironically, would be great too. Um, Brendan Rodgers. I, I mean, I love Brendan, but I just don't see a reunion being that great. To be honest with you, but I don't know. I'm trolling a little bit, but yeah. Anywho, so so signings that need to be done. Okay. I know you talked about not really in particular, you know, positions, but who would you want to fill that position? So, like, midfield, you said midfield, right back. Who would you want? I know off air you've told me a name for right back. but Yeah, I've told you Dumfries, but I think that's going to be a lot of money to pry him away from Inter Milan. Like, a lot of money. And you said Frimpong to me in response both times that I mentioned it to you. And he, I think he would be a little bit less. But if we were talking, like, guys in the Prem, like, if Southampton goes down, go get Kyle Walker-Peters ASAP. <laughs> like, he's... He played. He's played in the league, you know. Like, I think that's that's not a bad backup option because you, we just don't have a backup to Trent. We have Simikas, like on the left side, and Nobi. He's not had a great season compared to last year ish. Mm-hmm. Getting Nathaniel Klein again. <laughs> no, thank you. He can stay at Palace. He can stay there, but I I would like somebody like that. Um, depending on who gets relegated. Um, that would be that would be a good shout to try and go get him. But obviously, I think Dumfries would be like the ideal candidate because he is very similar to Trent, but he's a better defender than Trent for sure, um, and he would be a great backup. Mm-hmm. But or not backup. They're both to me not equal, but close to equals more so than not. You know, so mm-hmm. the solid replacement. That I don't know. That's the thing. Like I keep like asking for it. But part of me thinks it's already in the team, and this is why I think the midfield like rebuild is so necessary because Harvey Elliott is not a midfielder. Harvey Elliott, Harvey Elliott, by like his natural playing style, is a right winger. He's the backup to Salah. We just don't ever play him there because we need midfield help. I think that's the the easy move. But if you're gonna go out and spend money on somebody, I don't, I don't know. I I couldn't tell you. I really couldn't um, because I don't think that's a position you want to shell out 
too much money in as opposed to the midfield that really needs surgery. So, but yeah, that's pretty. Oh, keeper sell. I'm gonna start. Start naming. Names. I'm not gonna do the obvious ones. Okay. But I'm gonna go. Hmm. Firmino. I think we already talked about. Well, that. he's leaving on a free, so it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, that was gonna be one of them. Hmm. Arthur. Uh, we are not bringing him back. I am. I'm very <laughs> aware that we're not bringing him back. That was a horrible mistake to sign him. Mm-hmm. Horrible mistake. Milner. I think he needs to go, but I do think that <laughs> that Klopp loves him too much to to not keep him around for another year. So I definitely could see him being back one more year, and then he <laughs> makes his way to the to the coaching staff, whether that's here or somebody else. Hen- Henderson. Oh, keep, keep. He, He's getting old. That's the yes, only reason I bring yes, it up. Yes, but I mean, well, you're not going to get much value out of selling him either. And people give him a lot of crap. And I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty avid Jordan Henderson stand. He has had a good season, more so than Fabinho. He's probably been our best midfielder, and that's, you know, not saying a lot because our midfield's been bad. But he was brilliant in the Arsenal game. He was brilliant in the United game, and he's been good. He was brilliant in the Leeds game. Like he's been good. Like he's had a good year. Like. He's had like he hasn't had a bad, bad, bad game where he was like, I don't ever want him to play again. Like he's had like Ed games, but everybody's had an Ed game in the midfield. And he's he had a good World Cup. You know, like mm-hmm. I don't get the the crap that people get him. I genuinely don't. Like I I love him so much. And I I, I just don't think you want to get much value out of him financially anyway. So yeah. and he's the captain of the team. You're not gonna sell your captain, so keep. Easy. Easy it's, keep. It's hard with your players because they're all pretty much keeps. Yeah, maybe. It's like Robertson. Oh, duh. Yeah. I mean, unless it's, you're bringing in, I don't know, unless you're bringing in, I, mean, I don't even know who's. A, so that's what I'm saying. Unless you're bringing in like Danny Carvall or somebody. Like That's the name that you pull out? I don't, I'm just naming a random left back or He's not even, name. yeah, I was, I was about to say. He's, he's a right back, isn't he? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Jordi Alba. Sure, whatever. Marcelo. You get yeah, yeah, you get what I mean. You get I know, what I mean. I was just giving you a hard time. Because he's a, he's already a world class left back. I have an interesting one, but I know your take. Okay. And I think it might be the same answer as the Hendo one. Tiago. Keep. Yeah. Keep one hundred percent. He's thinking. our he's our most creative midfielder. By far. Matt. <sighs> If I had it my way, I'd keep him and I'd sell Gomez. Gomez has been worse. Gomez has been horrible this year. There's not one good game that he's had. Matip has at least been serviceable in some games. 100% Gomez over Matip, or Matip over Gomez. You sell Gomez. Easy. Easy. Random question. Um, do you also have Rian Brewster? No, he, he said... Uh, I know he's gone. I didn't know if that was alone. No, we sold him to Sheffield. And I don't know if he's still there. He may be somewhere else now. That's what I was... I thought he, he was... He may be at Swansea now. He's in the championship, for sure. I thought it was alone. That's why I was... No, we ended up selling I don't know him. why that name came We sold mind. him... I think we sold him after we won the Champions League final in 2019. I think that's what happened. Yes, because he was, he was at the trophy ceremony, but he was not around when we won the Prem. Do you have any other names? I'm surprised you haven't said a couple... Diego Jota. Probably keep. 
I mean, now that he's playing well, yeah, probably keep. You need the attacking depth. But it's weird because, like, you want to play – because I'd rather play Nunez week in and week out. But Jota's pressing is super, super important. So, yeah, I guess keep. Yeah, I already figured out one of the names. Yeah, I'm surprised. I haven't even said it. And I bet my – I bet my apartment on this that this name is one of your the ones I you think I should have mentioned, Fabinho. Sell, sell. There we go. Sell, See, do it, do it, do it. Sell, sell, because he's the one guy who can bring you money. He may not bring you seventy million, which is what I think we bought him for sixty, seventy million. He will bring you some sort of money we'll bring because you he, about forty. Yes, he's been horrible this year. Horrible, and and, and he's been he's better. He's just mystery lately. yellow card. Yes, it's like it's a classic. Brazilian center defensive man. It's the classic Col- misses next leg kind of <laughs> guy. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I can't say he's so slow to is he looks like he's been just shot from all the games he's played over the last couple of years. I would sell him. I don't think he's going to be sold, but I would sell him if I was in charge and go against another midfielder with that money. Allison. Heck no, you keep him. He's the best keeper in the league. What are you talking about? No, that's that's debatable. With who? Ederson. Oh, bro, Ederson is horrible. <laughs> no, I bro. I, give me give me multiple keepers Kepa. over Edison. I would put Kepa over Edison this year. I would put Kepa over Allison any day of the week. No, stop. <laughs> Ka- that's Cap. That's actually Cap. Who else? I don't know. Oh, keeper-wise? No, just who, who other names in the... Dude, in my mind, I mean, I was going to say Joe Gomez, but you threw that name out, so I was like, oh, well, crap. I don't know your team that very much. Like I was like Doke. I was like, who the heck is that? Ben Doke. He's a he's a he's actually. A young you know what staff. I did? I did watch one game where Ben Doke came in. Yeah, he's had a good. He's year. fast. Yeah, he's very very fast. He may be the replacement in the in the winger position in a couple of years. Yeah, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Because I mean, everybody else is pretty much a key. Right, and Keita and Kate, well, Keita, and Oxley Chamberlain and Oxley Chamberlain are both. Leaving on freeze yeah. this summer. And I, I, I was surprised you didn't say Kelleher. Yeah, I don't. I, I say keep Kelleher, but I, he, they'll probably sell him. They'll Kel- probably sell Kelleher him. hurts my brain for all the <laughs> cup finals. I, I would keep him. <laughs> Thought yeah. that was an easy keep. Yeah, easy easy keep for me, but I, I do think that the team is going to be very inclined to sell him. Okay. Um. We have one more team to talk about before we talk about groups of teams, and that is a team that is an absolute dumpster fire right now, and that's Tottenham Hotspur. Yeah, who would have thought, man? Who, who would have thought? thought? Oh, gosh, they've been horrible. Okay, so they fired uh, Stellini, who they kept from the Conte group, from the Conte staff. Uh, they were bad against Bournemouth in the way that they like blew that game. But I don't know if you saw the first 20 minutes of the game they played couple days ago against newcastle i watched it this morning i watched the highlights i watched i literally watched the entire 20 minutes this morning oh my god oh my god why are you running back for one two pedro poro might be one of the worst premier league players i've ever seen in my life he was horrible 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 in that game you can't run it back four with eric dyer and christian romero as your center backs because you have to have athletic Fast, like high IQ center backs. Eric Dyer and Christian Romero are not that. You have to have more coverage for them. Christian Mar- Romero might be the most overrated center back in, in the, the prem. Absolutely, I 100% agree. I like him a lot, but I think he's overrated. Also, 
Ben Mer- or Ryan Mason is going to be taking. Yeah, over he's the interim, yeah. and he was the assistant, like to Stillini just now. Yeah, I mean they're in shambles, bro. Like, listener, if you if you can try and watch highlights of that game against Newcastle, they got slaughtered in the first twenty minutes. Like, the space that they let Newcastle just kind of run around everywhere was unbelievable to see with your own two not two eyes unbelievable i've never seen anything like it like genuinely one of the worst performances i've ever seen and i watched it two days late and i knew it happened it was horrible where do they go from here like championship with chelsea (laughs) i mean that would be hilarious but what coach is going to want to coach for them first of all second of all are they going to sell Kane in the summer yes they should and third of all, if they do that, should they just do a mass exit as players? I would. Okay. Like sell Son and Hoybjerg and and everybody. Kulu. God, that'd be sad. I know. I'm going to cry. Kulu. Who's the right coach, though? Because Pochettino's not coming there, apparently. Nagelsmann. You think Nagelsmann would be good for there? Yeah. Okay. He didn't get our job because he thought he was sealing the deal whenever we're interviewing other people and he got all disrespected because of it. Yeah. He's going to do that. Bro needs a break. Bro needs a break. Yeah. Bro does need a break, but dog. Yeah. Tottenham is like an ideal one for him in the sense of like it's a big job, but it's not that big like a Bayern Munich was or like a Chelsea would have been for him or anybody else there's not even like much to really like Tottenham is just so bad so so bad and like I mentioned earlier like Harry Kane is the reason why they have 20 something points this season they somehow are in fifth place still and they're not going to be much longer I think I think they are going to drop pretty significantly I think Liverpool is going to overtake them especially when we hopefully beat them this weekend I think Brighton's going to overtake them, and I definitely think Aston Villa's going to overtake them. Would not surprise me if uh, Tana finishes this thing eighth, like at mm. all. Like, they are so bad. So bad. So, I mean, there's not much to discuss. It's just an acknowledgement of, like, they're horrible. You know what I mean? Like, they're so, so horrible. I don't know what else you want to add, but. You pretty nailed it on the head. Okay. Yeah. Real, real bad. Okay. As we start to wind down, it's time to play our games. Time to play. Top six. Who's the top six? Oh. And who's bottom three? So let's start with uh, top six because that is a lot easier to figure out. Personally, bro, I think the four that are there right now are the four, the top four that are staying at the end of the season. And I think in that order because as or United cannot score yeah. compared to Newcastle. So I think Newcastle finishes third. United. Well, not fourth. in that order. Sorry. Three and four stay in the order. I think City's winning the league now at this point, and Arsenal's finishing second. Yep. Newcastle third, United fourth. But I think United is going to get a little bit of run for their money from not just Liverpool, but from Brighton and from Villa for the fourth spot. What do you think? Same thing? I can't really make a decision as to like who's four, five, six. I think it's me and you, Brighton, Villa, but just it could be in any order. Yeah. Well, actually, you know what? Villa is fifth now. They won today. They beat Fulham, which, mm. speaking of Ful- Fulham, has kind of fallen off a little bit, Yeah, which is sad. But, I mean, they, to be fair, they they've had a good season. Yes, they've had a good season. You can't knock them too much. Wolves with a big win today. 
like big win for them. Palace has been great. I forgot to talk about Palace. Roy! Roy Ball, man. Saving their butt. I know. I You kind of doubted it, but man, it, it worked. It I really know. worked for them. I mean, I would have thought, though. Yeah. I think, man, I don't know who's going to finish fifth. I really don't. That's what I'm saying. It's just like. The, the homer in me wants to put Liverpool there. I know, that, but I, I think Villa has a strong. The, Villa doesn't have the, I mean, like a squad depth doesn't really matter at this point. Well, it kind of does at this stage of the year. I don't know. A little bit, not much. Okay, I'll be homer. I'll say Liverpool gets fifth and then Villa and Brighton gets sixth and seventh respectively. Well, I don't know. You could flip-flop that. I would love to see Brighton. Honestly, I would like to see Brighton make Europa League. I think that's the perfect competition for them. And oh, same for Villa too, but I they're going to be the new kings. Yeah, of the like they would, they would excel in that. So they're going to have a Cavs Warrior series of Brighton, yeah, Sevilla, yeah. and the Championship. Listener, just so you know, the current table as it stands, there's a lot of weird stuff going on because of uh, games that need to be get made up. Liverpool is in seventh with 50 points. Brighton is in eighth with 49, but Brighton also has two games in hand compared to Liverpool and th- three games in hand. And over, gosh, I can't talk, over Tottenham. Villa is now in fifth. They're five points behind Manchester United, but they've also played 33 games. They played as many games as anybody else in the league, the most games of anybody else in the league. So who's your five, six, seven? It's definitely not going to be the current five, six, seven, and eight for sure. I would say it's Villa, Poole, Brighton. Okay. Not in that order, but I would say... Because I want Brighton to, like, make Champions – or not Champions League. Europa League. Europa League. But I could see them in Conference League. And, yeah, I would see I'll take Tottenham's spot. Yeah, I, I think Tottenham's finishing eighth pretty easily. Yeah. At this point. Because they're not going to beat United on Thursday, and they're probably not going to beat us on Sunday because they're playing away from home. So, And then the downfall will continue. Uh, random question, where does your team finish? They're currently in 11th. 14th. <laughs> wow, Debbie Downer over here. Uh, well, yeah. Have you not seen how we've been playing? We can't win a game. We can't score a goal. Yeah. I mean, you're right. Like, it, I can honestly see us 16th. Yeah, maybe. Oh, uh, no, that's kind of a trip. That's, that's, that's low. I can see us 14, 13 or 14. Okay. A little too close for comfort. Okay. I know, but I don't think we're passing Brentford. No, I, I agree. Brentford has been playing I would a lot. say we're 11 to 14. That's where I think we're going to finish up. And does it really matter because we're in the middle of the table and we don't get anything? Yeah. Yeah. So there's no point. All right, bottom three. The relegation picture has cleared up a little bit here. I, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious that Crystal Palace is going to stay up. I think it's pretty obvious that Wolves is going to stay up. And I, everybody else, I, there's still some, you know. there. I mean, six... No, nine points between 14. Oh, 10 points between 14 and 20. So it's not all out of the equation yet. But who are the bottom three that are going down at this point a month out? Uh, Southampton. Faux Shizzle. I would say... I think it is how it stands, honestly. Those three, Forrest and Everton? I think so, sadly. Maybe Leeds. I think it's. I think Leeds is going down, bro. They look... Horrible. Maybe actually, you know, horrible. Yeah, I'll take right Forced now. out and put leads. In. Horrible. Like 
I forgot Leeds is terrible. Tyler Adams not being there has been a humongous, humongous mess. Oh, my gosh. And that's not us just saying that because of USMNT matters. Like, he's a huge mess for them. Southampton, for sure. I think Everton is going down. And I, I guess I'll say Leeds. I think Leicester's going to figure it out. They've been playing a lot better since they hired Dean Smith. Wolves is fine. Bournemouth has really impressed me, honestly. Like, the way that they've been playing lately has been really, really intriguing and impressive. So kudos to them. West Ham has figured it out somewhat, so I think they'll be fine. Um, Everton can't score. Forest True. can't score, but they also can't defend either. So I think it's either them or Leeds for the last spot. I think Southampton is for sure going down. I don't, I don't think there's any question. And I think Everton's going down. It's just a matter of Forest and Leeds at this point. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I see it. So I'm going to say Leeds for now just because I like um, – I like Forrest. We like Forrest here. Okay. Um, that is all of our big topics that we needed to discuss today. So now it's time to land the plane with our usual hit around. Mr. Hit Around uh, Originator. Hit around King here. Yeah. Begin. Shout out Dylan Brooks. What a. We ain't talking no smoke. We ain't talking no smoke, and I, then proceeds I to post, not proceeds I, to not get himself available for media access. I last poke night. bears. I, I poke, poke bears. bears. He's old, bro. bro I, poke, I bears. poke bears. You like, ain't poking that bear, bro, and getting away with it. You poked a bear. Just the grizzlies in general. They're just. I hate them so much. They are one loss away from getting eliminated, and Good. I've never and been I, happier in I've, my life. I've never been more happier to root for the Los Angeles Lakers than I have this series. I wanted to, I was rooting for the Clippers so bad this I year. I know. Me too. Me too, because I don't like Phoenix at all, but it's like fine. Phoenix. It's fine. What else? So shout out get to all, the Ra- Get all yours out of the way before I do mine. Shout out to the Rangers. First place in the division. I know it's early, but, you know, it's just got to happen. Vibes are good right now. Vibes are very good. Bochi, man. Mm-hmm. Bochi. And then this is actually recent. Um, <clears throat> shout out Kyrie. He just followed the Mavs. Hooray. So I think he's staying. Because he also yeah. has those state fair tickets. <laughs> with Dorian Finney-Smith. No, no with Dwight, Dwight and Maxie, I'm yeah, pretty Dwight sure. Yeah, Dwight and Maxie, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hooray. Hooray. I know. Shout out AFC Richmond. They're playing Arsenal. Is that the next? Are you teasing the next episode of Ted Lasso? I don't know. I just posted on Twitter. We're gunning for you. No, I guess they are. I guess that is the next episode. Oh, sorry. I I didn't know that spoiled episodes. Whoopsies. I don't think it does, but I didn't know that there was already that point of the season. Like... In the, in the Ted Lasso season. Anyway, continue. Oh, I surely, had a couple. Surely that can't I be it. I had a couple. Surely that can't be it. Surely that can't oh, be it. Oh, shout out to Juventus. Yeah, dude, they got their points back. Now they're third. I know. What the heck? I want points. Should have just given <laughs> us the 15 <laughs> points. We need it. They had a 15-point d- deduction, and at one point in the year, they had one more point than us. And now they have lots of more points yeah. over y'all. Oh, shout out Brian Reynolds. 
Outfielder for the Pittsburgh Pirates just signed oh, an yeah, eight-year, $106.75 million contract. That is very true. Yeah. True facts. Shout out Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, okay, listener, if you don't know by now, Aaron Rodgers finally got traded to the Jets yesterday for... A lot. Three picks going back to Green Bay, and then Green Bay sent New York two picks, essentially. So they basically swapped. Yeah, they but swapped also, this year's, and then there's But then like one of the Packers picks that they got is a conditional second that, that could com- become that a first. That converts to a first if he plays 65% of snaps next season, which he probably will. Yeah, interesting deal. Very, very interesting w deal. W Packers. I think it's for it's now. It's even. It's even. For now, decently even, but I think the Packers win. Packers will end up winning. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and I have always said that for those teams that just trade away one player for those big old hauls, it's usually what happens. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's just, that's just the fact of the matter. Yeah. So, yeah. Shout out to the A's. Relocate, please. The Las Vegas A's. I think that would be sick, that would first be of sick. all. Yeah. Second of all, need to change the color scheme to the Vegas Golden Knights color scheme is that black and gold. Ooh. Keep the same athletics logo. Trick it up a little bit, but I think you should keep the A in there because okay. it's cool. Sure. Or just become the Aces. But then you would have two Aces. I know. Well, you just buy out the rights, and then they'll change. <laughs> wow. You're just going to disrespect the WNBA champion Las Vegas Aces like oh, that? Oh, crap. I was talking about... Wait. That's what I'm saying, no, dude. I was talking about the Reno Aces, I think. No, dude. Literally, the Ve- Vegas already has the Aces, and they're the best WNBA team right now. I uh, know. Yeah, I was talking about the Reno Aces. Oh, my gosh. That's Which hilarious. are also in Nevada. <laughs> Dog, that's hilarious. Which are the AAA affiliate for the Arizona Diamondbacks. That makes sense. Close in location. Okay, well, sorry, Las Vegas A's, <laughs> or Aces. Sorry. Uh, um, much respect. Dallas Wings. For life, though. Um, yeah, I didn't know this, but we had the Dallas Wings had the third pick, the fifth pick, and the or third, or fifth, seventh, and 11th pick. Yeah, they had a lot of first-rounders this year. I didn't notice that. Who'd they so. trade? I have no idea. Beats me. I don't know. I really want to go to a game, low-key. Dude, they're so expensive, though. Like, the WNBA games? Yes. I looked at some last year, and they were like $75. I was like... Okay, I'm not going. Like, it's UTA Arena. Like, why are we spending $75 to go to UTA Arena? I'm sorry, but if you want to expand the game, make them affordable. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I I would like to go, too. Seriously, I like watching basketball of all kinds. But I didn't want to watch UTA this year. Sorry, UTA. I mean, I don't blame you, to be honest. Sponsor my scholarship. (laughs) Um, I'm almost done. Okay. Ten classes left. Ten more. Ten more. Finish line is kind of near. I know. A little bit. Yeah. Pace yourself, my friend. Pace I yourself. Am. You are. You're pacing yourself well. Uh, we'll get done. We'll yeah. be done soon. Yeah. Yeah, I guess shout out Pochettino. Not official yet, but. Looking, so looking cool. like that. Yeah. Knowing this pod, everything will happen after we record. Because that's what happened last time. It's yeah. like Potter got fired like two days after, after we recorded or something like that, which is kind of annoying. So. Also, shout out to the Rangers for having Whataburger night with the Whataburger Josh Jung jersey. Did you see this? I did see that, yeah. That was sick. Yeah. The bobbleheads they gave out at the game the other night were were cool. 
Yeah, I saw that. They had City Connect bobblehead, and I didn't get one. I know. I didn't go. I know. Blame That's it okay. on the... Blame it on the shrimp. Yeah, from, blame it on the shrimp. Yeah. Shout, anti, anti shout out Maceros. That was your first mistake, getting shrimp at a Mexican place. It was so good, though. Bacon wrap shrimp. Dipped it in uh, some habanero ranch. Oh, my gosh. I mean, fair. Fair enough. But, yeah, other than that. Shout out Burnley for winning the championship. They officially won that today. It's a company on the Chelsea shortlist for manager as well, but you probably won't get it. Uh, Who? It's a company. No. But they he just took his team to winning that. Shout out the NHL playoffs for being incredible so far. There's been like an overtime game in every series. Stars play tonight. Stars play tonight in like an hour from when we're recording, so... We're about to get stressed for a little bit. About to start stress eating. Yes, yes. I'm actually hungry now. I got food for you. Don't you worry. Oh, my gosh. You're the best. Uh, Hope the Stars win. We need a win tonight. Um, Great Ottinger game the other night. Huge from him. Shout out Tigres. Big game tonight in Champions League. CONCACAF Champions League, okay? Um, We hired a new coach because we fired somebody else. Or we fired... Chima, I think were we were we with each? No, we weren't. We were with with each other when the Mazatlan game happened. That was another game that I was here for, and I was watching it while we were recording. That was not that game, but we hired a new coach. His name is Siboldi. Um, I can't remember his first name off the top of my head right now, but he's been good so far. I've enjoyed his like tactical like, you know, awareness and like his willingness to make subs, but big. Big tie. Um, got to win. Got to beat Leon. Would love to see us make the Champions League final. Hopefully we'll be able to go. And in that scenario, we'll either play Philly or LAFC, which would be tremendous, either of those teams. Shout out Jimmy Butler. Yeah, shout out Jimmy Butler. Oh, my God. I completely forgot. That was that was an unbelievable performance from him last 56. night. 56. Unbelievable meltdown, too, from the Milwaukee Bucks. I will say on the record, if the Bucks lose Game Five, Mike Budenholzer will absolutely get fired, one thousand percent get fired. I, maybe if they lose the series, he gets fired regardless. But if there's one team that could come back from three-one, it's the Bucks because they have you know that guy Giannis, number thirty-four, on their team. But we'll see. Do you want the Mavs to hire Nick Nurse? Yes. Yes. Okay. I do too. Well, we Mark talked about Jackson. that on the Mavs group therapy episode which by the way if you're not listening to that yet you should that's the latest episode that came up before this one so it dropped uh today tuesday this should be coming out on a wednesday so um go peep it if you haven't already uh i had a couple more things you already said the rangers we've already said the stars the nba playoffs have been good anti shout out the grizzlies because again we ain't talking no smoke and uh i'm very glad that they're about to pretty much get eliminated um I, I'm I'm petty in that regard, and I'm not afraid to say it. Uh, shout out my dia, my aunt, for being here with us this week to help watch my sister and for bringing me the Tigres white jersey that I'm wearing on me right now, our third jersey, which Clayton also really likes. It's very beautiful. So shout out to her. Shout out my mom for being on the same flight as Clayton Kershaw earlier today, uh, which is kind of hilarious. And... Uh, the NFL draft is in two days. I have no idea what's going to happen outside of the first two picks. So, 
I have one more to end on. Okay. Shout out to my girlfriend, Aubrey, for accepting a job. That's right. As a teacher. We're proud newest, of you, Aubrey. Yes. Newest teacher. Newest teacher. About my favorite to be done. teacher. Yes, as she should be. About to be done in August with school, but yep. I know. I was very happy to hear very the news. Very proud of her. Me. Yes. Very, very happy for her. And she's going to be around here, which is great. Yep. I know you're excited about that. Yep. Whenever be. we met, she's going to hate me saying this, but whenever the Astros won the World Series, she kept saying, bury me in the H, bury me in the H. And then a couple months later of us talking, she was like, so can I be a Dallas girl? I said, no, you got to wait. You got to earn so it. This is, so this is a tick mark. You know, yep. she's going in the right direction. She's earned it. Not quite. Yeah. She's earned it. All right. That's it from you. That's it for me. That's it for me. I'm about to watch the stars and I'm hungry. Yep. All right, listener. Thanks for being here. If you like what you heard, for whatever reason, you can rate and review the show wherever you listen to the show at Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever you listen to the show. And if you don't like what you hear, you can always comment and do the same thing Dennis said on any of those platforms and tell us how we can change it. Yes, or you can uh, email the pod, dennisfrenchpod.com, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, Or you like can that. DM us. Or you can DM us on Instagram at dennisfrenchpod. You can follow the both of us on social media. Our handles are in the show notes for Instagram and Twitter. You can click on the links for uh, all the things in the show notes, whether that is music, whether that is merch, uh, whether that is uh, other appearances on other shows like La U Times, for example, and uh, donating to my mom's uh, Chicago Marathon fundraiser, which if you haven't done that by now, you should because it's cool. And Clayton already did that, mm-hmm. so you should be like you should. and do that. I don't know what the next episode will be, to be honest with y'all, um, but hopefully it'll be sooner rather than later. So we're going to go get ready for the Stars game now. So until next time, be good and do good. Sign us out. Pochettino is the